Good to have you back here on Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge with you, and we are on episode number nine of Remember Now Thy Creator podcast. You know, we live in a world where we often hear the phrase, don't judge me. You know, if we don't hear the phrase, we might get somebody's eyes that are telling us that very same thing. Or, if we don't hear the words, we don't get the eyes that are saying that. It might be something else. It's, it's implied. Don't judge me. What does that really mean? It probably means something like this. Please be quiet. I want to do what is right in my own eyes, and I don't need anyone telling me otherwise. This makes sense, though, doesn't it? That we live in a society like this, when society has removed God. And guess what that means? The definition of right and wrong falls to what man decides is right and wrong. Now, what Western society has done, they've eliminated God, making themselves the judge. Hence, don't judge me because I'm not accountable to anyone. The only problem is, well, God's only eliminated from their minds. But the reality is God isn't eliminated at all. He exists and he cares deeply about what happens on the earth. In fact, God is the judge of all the earth. And we as his servants are to be like God. We are to make judgments. Now, there's a, a place for judging and a place not for judging. There, there's an appropriate time and an inappropriate time for judging. There's a, a correct spirit and an incorrect spirit. And this is really a topic for another time, maybe another episode, on when to judge and when not to judge and, and what is the appropriate type of, of judging, of judgment. But today, we want to establish that God is a judge. And we want to figure out to what extent is he a judge. Now, if you were to describe God's judgments, what would you say they're like? What are they? Is there a descriptive word you would use? Is, is there a comparison to a feature of this earth you might think of? How about this one? Psalm 36, verse 6. It says, God's righteousness is like the great mountains. And then it goes on to say, God's judgments are a great deep. A great deep. This is talking about the great bodies of water, the great depths of the seas and the oceans. That's what God's judgments are like. In fact, the great depths of the oceans are not easily explored. You know, if, if you were to dive into a pool more than eight feet, you might start feeling the pressure around your ears. Your, your ears will ache. Now, experienced divers can dive over 60 feet. But there's still a lot of ocean beyond 60 feet. In fact, the ocean, 
the Great Waters is the largest habitat on the planet, taking up 95% of the Earth's living space. Light can penetrate 200 meters beyond the surface of the water. And there is very little light beyond that. And when you get to 1,000 meters deep, the ocean is completely devoid of light. And yet, that is just the surface. There's actually 10,000 meters still to go once you hit complete darkness. At least if you were to go to the deepest part of the ocean. Now, to describe how deep the deepest part of the ocean is, we could tell you that while 4,000 people have been to the top of Mount Everest, only three people have made it to the bottom of the deepest part of the ocean, known as the Marianas Trench. And the deepest part of that trench is called the Challenger Deep. It's so deep that if you could pick Everest up and stick it into this trench, there would still be over 2,000 meters between the top of Mount Everest and the surface of the ocean. That's incredible. I think this is actually the easiest way to visualize it. It's by looking at a plane in the sky when it's at cruising altitude. Go a touch farther than that plane, and from you to just beyond that plane is how deep the Challenger Deep is. And this is like God's judgments, impressive and endless. Romans 11.33 says, How unsearchable are his judgments. But what are God's judgments? Well, consider this. Righteousness is the standard by which God judges. Righteousness is, is the moral compass. It is, it is God's standard. And God's judgments are the decisions and actions and verdicts that he carries out on the basis of that standard. And God's the ultimate judge. His judgments are all-encompassing. And they apply to every person that has walked the face of this earth. But we can read of passages that God's judgments are according to his righteousness, that they are the actions carried out, the, the decisions that God makes. So, for example, death is a judgment of God that we're all subject to. No one can escape that judgment. We might look at that and say, well, that's a negative judgment. And many times judgments are negative, but there are all sorts of judgments, and there are positive ones too. So the reversal of that, what would that be? Well, it's that those who believe in God be resurrected and granted life in the kingdom age. And God will make a judgment on that. Now, it's also true that God shall judge our ways, it says in Ezekiel 18. Another scripture tells us he will be the judge of the righteous and the wicked. Another scripture said 
that God would judge the widows. That's interesting. It's a very different type of judgment. What about this one, that God will be a judge of the quick or the living and the dead? That will happen through Christ. And we soon realize, panning through the scripture, that no one will escape the judgments of God in, in one form or another. And that the judgments of God touch upon every aspect of our lives. They hit on all aspects of right and wrong. They hit upon all facets of our day-to-day -day lives. And it's up to us, as the people of God, the, the children of God, to follow his judgments, to to make decisions and verdicts according to his righteousness. To make judgments in our lives that are based on God's plane of morality. Now, when we think of the judgments of God and how just and how right they are, we can actually see the beauty in them. But we can also see the finality in the judgments, and, and we develop a healthy fear of God's judgments. And so there's both a beauty and a fear when we think about the judgments of God. Now, I remember, you know, I was probably 11 or 12, and I have, I have family in Australia, and so... I got to visit Australia a few times when I was younger, and I got taken out to the Great Barrier Reef. I remember the boat was anchoring right beside the Great Barrier Reef, just where it started. And we all jumped in with our snorkeling gear. And you're supposed to head towards the coral reef. Well, when you have your head down in the water, you lose a sense of direction. And instead of heading towards the Great Barrier Reef, I headed outwards. I started following a fish. And I was so entranced in following this fish that I was heading away from the boat. I was heading away from everybody else. I was heading away from the coral reef. And all of a sudden, the fish just disappeared into the great, deep, blue, vast ocean. And when I looked up, there was nothing but ocean in front of me. There was no land. My heart kind of stopped. This fear came over me. And I turned around and, you know, I probably wasn't that far off, but I saw people on the boat waving me in. I was heading the wrong way. And then I made my way back to the coral reef. But, but in that instant, you have the, the beauty of the fish and the coral and the, the vast, endless, deep blue waters, which are gorgeous. But also, I had that fear of the engulfing, endless, rolling waves and the depth and cold emptiness of the ocean at the same time. And that's like the judgments of God, the beauty and the fear. And we should be humbled by that. These judgments of God, which are like the great deep that will stand, and they are true, aren't they? They're holy, they're beautiful, they're endless, just like the depths of the ocean, they're just. We should be fully aware and conscious of every judgment we make in our own lives as a result. 
because like God, we need to make them according to his righteousness. So every decision we come to, every verdict we make, every choice that comes our way, first think about God's judgments. First think of the great depths of the oceans. And hopefully that will help us make decisions closer to God's righteousness in every aspect of our lives. We want to be we want to be conscious of God in all that we do. And hopefully if if we remember some of these things, that will help us better remember now our creator. Mm-hmm.